The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. The Pharisees went off and plotted how they might trap Jesus in speech. They sent their disciples to him with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are a truthful man and that you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth, and you are not concerned with anyone's opinion, for you do not regard a person's status. Tell us then, what is your opinion? Is it lawful to pay the census tax or not? Knowing their malice, Jesus said, Why are you testing me, you hypocrites? Show me the coin that pays the census tax. Then they handed him the Roman coin. He said to them, Whose image is this and whose inscription? They replied, Caesar's. At that he said to them, Then repay to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and to God what belongs to God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Peace to all on a beautiful Sunday. The sun shines bright in the sky on the day of the resurrection. A kind welcome to all the moms and dads who are here for Parents Weekend, and all the little brothers and sisters who got drug along too. We're glad you're here as well. Hope you're having a lovely weekend. Praying a lot for our Koinonia retreat, which is going very beautifully off in a distant place here, and even with a little sentimentality, pray for... Casey and Maya, who will lead the next Koinonia retreat there at Mass today, but also with a lot of good souls, including young Gabe, who will become a Catholic in just a few minutes here today as he makes his profession of faith. We are glad to be with you and your friends and family. And it's a lot to pack in. And then this phrase of our Lord that has vexed all of world political history, render unto Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and to God what belongs to God. And I would bid us to meditate this through the lens of two things that we don't always pay a lot of attention to. A phrase from the opening prayer where we ask the Lord God to give us sincerity of heart, which everybody wants, right? Everybody at some level wants sincerity of heart. We want what we think and believe to correspond to what we do, all right? There's a small, small group of people who relish being hypocrites. Most of us don't. We like sincerity of heart. We would like to have sincere hearts. And then chanted before the gospel, right? let your light shine in all the world as you hold on to the word of God. So I bid us, let's meditate briefly so we can welcome Gabe happily into the church on the sincerity of heart that comes when your light shines by holding on to the word of God, rendering to God what belongs to God as the first thing, the first principle. And we all know we should put first things first. To have sincerity of heart, we need to strive to put first things first. High things in the high place, lower things in the lower place. And we all know this, right? We all know in the house the, val the valuable things go up top behind the closed doors so they can't get ruined. We get it, all right? Dad puts all the things that dad likes, he locks away so no one can touch them, right? The chair that he likes, he's, get out of my chair. You get right, that's the, I know your dad's let you sit wherever you want. But the point is, right, first things first, and we prize them and we guard them, all right? 
not because they're bad, but because they're so valuable and good. And I want to recommend two aspects of the spiritual life that are very hard, but very achievable, and that if we do them, a lot of things start to order themselves. The first thing that is very hard, but very doable, is to get up in the morning at such time that you can pray at least 20 minutes before you have to start your day. Right? Now, groan inwardly in your spirit when I say that, because half of you or nine-tenths are like, that ain't going to happen. But I promise you, if you put the effort, if you structure yourself so that you rise, whenever you do, here's a little secret, going to bed on time will help a lot with that one. But if we get up and start to have a life of prayer that is fundamentally centered around the Word of God, that I take my Bible, or my, my book of the Gospels, maybe I'm new at praying, so I need a little meditation that's written out by you know, a saint or a good spiritual person, helps me when I'm starting off, because I can't always do it myself, but it's something centered on our Lord Jesus. And be still, maybe kneel down and pray for things, bless mom and dad, and uh, help my dumb roommates to keep their socks off the floor, and so on, all the things we need, right? And then the rest of the time, maybe we set a little timer for 20 minutes so I'm not watching the clock. And then I read, right? Maybe I read a passage of the gospel or some meditation. I read it once, twice, three times. Blessed Trinity, repetition is good. And then I try to see it, right? I try to talk to our Lord. What's in my heart? What's in my day? Through the lens, right? I'm holding on to the word of God. And then we do the most we can with that passage, and then we can't do any more, and we go to the next one. And we do as much as that passage, and we can't do it, and go to the next one. And then 20 minutes is up, sometimes faster than you ever imagined. Sometimes, oh man, this is 20 minutes, it seems like six hours, right? Depends. <laughs> but it's over, and then you go on with your day, and you'll be amazed how much your light will shine. Because you hold on to the Word of God. How many questions you'll be able to answer yourself very righteously. And then the other thing is, that's also hard but doable, end of the night, try to find a little time, no more than five minutes, don't take more than five minutes to do a little examination, to look at your day. Maybe get a little, maybe get out the Ten Commandments, or maybe a little prayer book that has an examination of conscience in it, and you just look at your day, right? What'd you do good, right? Because you might have done some things good, right? And we thank God for those good things. Where did you fail, right? What can you improve on? It's amazing what life, maybe a little notebook, you write down, oh, I want to improve on this thing tomorrow. And then I make a little act of contrition before God. It is amazing how much you're putting God first. You'll start to see and see and see. And the things you don't see, you'll know what question to ask, right? And we get it, right? So, so much. The Pharisees ask a bad, tricksy question, and they still get a good answer, all right? So you, you can ask a stupid question and still get a good answer, right? You ask a good question, wow, you'll get a fantastic answer answer from our Lord. And a little anecdote, right, to try to convict you of this. It's the fall of 2009, right, so like tablets existed, but were not ever, they were kind of new on the scene. Not, the whole world didn't have an iPad yet, if you can imagine those days, right? So your laptop was everything. A nice young man in the first semester of his junior year in uh, some kind of engineering, there's eight billion kinds, I can't remember which one, all right? All right, so he's doing his engineering degree, heading right into the teeth of it. And the third week of the year, he comes up to my office 
and he's got his laptop in his hands in his prayer, Father, I gotta stop watching pornography, take my laptop, I can't do it. Now this means he's not gonna have his, he's not gonna have any personal device the whole semester. He's gonna have to go to that terrifying, I don't know if they even still have computer labs anymore, they did in 2009, all right? First semester he got a 4.0, right? First semester he got a 4.0. Not that getting a 4.0 is like just saying the first time he like achieved to his highest potential, he listened to the word of God, he did something that seemed like I'm not sure how this is gonna work out, and it did. And there are endless stories like that. So I wish you peace on this day. I ask you to try to put those things into your life. Put the Lord, so many godly things will order. That sincerity of heart, not perfection of heart, you don't make mistakes, right? But sincerity of heart will come right quick when we hold on to the word of God and shine like lights in the world, giving to God what belongs to God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen.